When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great to have you with us this uh, Thursday afternoon, the second day of February 2023. John Kane Arena this Saturday, record crowd in the offing as the Flyers take on the Flames. We are right behind it. Let's uh, get a new a new attendance record for the WNBL. Whatever the number ends up being, mm-hmm. 7,942, 8,361, mm-hmm. 11,427, whatever the number is, yep. 100% of them will be there partially to see Lauren Jackson. That is a given. And as revealed last night, or not revealed, I think we all knew that she had a problem with her foot, but she discussed it last night on the front bar in mm. uncertain terms. Incredible. Liz Frank issue Lauren Jackson is carrying into that game and through the rest of the season, which is absolutely remarkable. It's outrageous. But she's going to do it nonetheless, and she's been good enough to join us. Hey, hey, but just before you yeah. carry on any further, Hello. You, it has not impeded her in any way. She is still putting on a very spectacular show, and it's going to be there for everyone to see on Saturday night, Andy. She's a warrior legend. It's not like she's hobbling around. She's a warrior legend. Correct. And she joins us on the show. Lauren, thank you uh, for spending more time with us. We appreciate your time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me again. Um, hey, just before we get into the, the, the serious stuff, uh, Loz, how do, how was it last night on the show? Did Andy look after you? Did, oh, oh, did. Mick and Pang, how, how was their behaviour? Um, it was funny because a lot of people were like, how did you go? What did you think? And I was like, they literally just took the mickey out of me for um, 15 minutes, which was perfectly fine. I don't mind it. I don't take myself too seriously, but that was was fun. It was Lauren, I was fully respectful. I I was enormously respectful. Malloy, mate. You were. Thank you. Yes. Um, No, it was fun. Those who didn't see it last night and who are listening to you now, and I know you're going to, I don't know you at all, but I imagine that you're the sort of person who is going to get very sick and tired very quickly of people asking you about your foot. So yeah. uh, t- just yeah. for those who, you know, obviously know who you are and are interested in what you're doing and, you know, conscious of what's taking place on Saturday night, how, how is it? How debilitating is the injury that you're carrying at the moment? Oh, look, I mean, it's, you know, it's a broken bone, so it's a little bit sore. Um, but the the thing is that, it's probably a blessing in disguise. I didn't find out straight away that it was broken. I thought it was arthritis. So in my head, you know, back in December, I was like, well, it's painful, but I only have one option here. I either play or I don't play. You know what I mean? So, and I either get through it. And I, so I sort of worked it through in my head. Um, and then, yeah, I got out there and started playing. And then I found out it was broken and I had some ligament damage and stuff like that. So, I'd actually played like five or six games on it, um, and yeah, until I found out it was broken. And then now it's sort of like, well, I've played on it. I've got that confidence. I know I can sort of get through that pain barrier as is. I mean, obviously, if it starts getting worse and stuff, then I'll have to reevaluate it. But, um, you know, right now I'm just trying to get through the season. 
Well, so you've had uh, you're half a knee replaced. You've had a few kids. You've been retired for a long period of time. <laughs> now you've got a broke, busted up foot. <laughs> when you think of this, we all have a love of the game, but now that you, you, you're, you're right in the thick of it, are you starting to think, what the hell was I thinking? I have been thinking that for the last eight months, I reckon. I've been like, how did I get to this point? You know, and it's, look, I, I did sign with the WNBL. I signed with Southside Flyers and I don't want to let them down. And I, I really feel like they're better with me on the court than off the court. And, um, and that's, I don't. I just don't want to let anyone down, you know. And I just want to get through this season the best I can, and then I'll reevaluate it all then. Um, you know, obviously I'll take some time off at the end of the season, get it fixed, and sort sort myself out. But right now, I just want to help them win, and I'll do whatever I can, you know. Yeah. So, last one on the injury for me on the court. You so you played that you know a handful of games. Now that you know, now that you know what it is. So so you've got you've got because you said the confidence that you can continue to play through it in. In game, in in game, when it catches and when what, what's what's the experience that you go through? What what's the physical experience you go through when you know you land in the wrong spot or you have to twist or you whenever it aggravates it at its worst? Oh, look, there's been moments where I've broken down for sure, and that's you know it's not easy for my teammates and stuff. But like you know, even against Adelaide, I, I fell over, I rolled. I fell over, my foot rolled and stuff. And I mean, it took me a good sort of 10 minutes to compose myself. I was subbed straight out. And look, everyone's aware of it. So the coach, Cheryl Chambers, she's, you know, so careful with me. And they subbed me out, you know, asked me if I'm okay. And then you know, it's more just about composing myself and then figuring out if I'm okay to go back on. But right. it's just one of those things where, like, I've made a decision, I've made a commitment, and, um, like, I know I can play through it. So, So I'm just trying to, you know. And the fact that you don't like letting people down, which you don't, by the way, I mean, it's kind of... Never. That's, it's part of the reason for your greatness is because you feel this uh, obligation and you, you try to set the standards uh, so high, as high as you possibly can. Again, whether you like it or not, all eyes are going to be on you uh, on Saturday night in this uh, wonderful spectacle that we're yeah. hopefully going to see. Do you, yeah. do you feel the pressure? Um, you know, I hadn't thought too much about it until today and there's been a fair bit of media and, you know, excitement around the team today. And I mean, I do a little bit, but I'm also really aware of what my limitations are at the moment. So I know I can only go out and give what I've got. Like, I know I'm not going to be amazing and, you know, doing all the things that ideally I would love to be doing, but, um, I know that I can go out there and help my teammates win a game, you know, in front of however many Melbourne people that, you know, are going to come out and support us. And, you know, and also, too, I'm just going to celebrate the evening. I think it's going to be one of those nights where, um, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. But for me, I'm going to have so many of my family and friends and, and people that I really love there. And. It's a celebration of our game, you know, yeah. and it's exciting. Well, we're talking to Lauren Jackson, obviously. So, so you retired in 16 and you've come back this year. What are your observations of the WNBL? The quality of basketball being played, the depth of player talent? Is it, yeah. is it from the league that you left seven years ago to the one you've come back into? Yeah, look, I, I don't think the WNBL has ever had a problem with, you know, talent. I think we've always had an abundance of um, female 
basketball talent, you know, in this country. And I think it's been more around the the off-court product, what we're um, putting on, you know, the show that we're putting on, so to speak. And I think um, being able to play a game at John Kane Arena um, in front of a a crowd that we're going to have is, it's going to be a spectacle for our sport. And I think it's one that, you know, will continue to drive the sport forward. I think that it was time for something like this to happen. Um, I'm, re- I'm so fortunate to be a part of that and I'm really excited about it. But I think um, off the back of the World Cup and the momentum that we've had moving forward, the crowds are up, people are coming out to watch us and support us. And that visibility is really high at the moment. So it's great that we're capitalising on that and, and the product is good. Mm. Yeah. And we've got to also mention, I think it's only fair to, to, to for why these things are possible. You've got, with Jerry Ryan, with what he does for yeah. sport in general, but in particular with yeah, yeah. women's sport and the WNBL, uh, this mm. is not happening unless he puts his mind and resources to it. It's How active is he around the club and what he does? Oh, look, Jerry has been, um, for my whole career, you know, a very um, strong presence, you know, in our sport and a driver of the women's game. You know, he's he's sponsored the Opals. He's been a part of the Opals and obviously Daddy Long Rangers are now Southside for a long time. And I think this is another great reason why celebrating here with Southside in Melbourne is, is so important because we get to highlight the work that he's done to really push our sport forward. And without men like him um, pushing basketball and women's sport forward, um, you know, it, it'd be very hard to be where we are today. So, it's um it's really exciting that we get to celebrate that with him um and yeah just go out there and have some fun. No, nah, he's a terrific contributor and uh, can't speak more highly of what he's been able to do. Uh, also, it was just uh, I read today that one of your Opals teammates, Kayla George, has just signed no. with Los the Las uh, Vegas Aces. <laughs> this yeah, is I, th- I can't remember. I said probably five or six years ago. I think she would have been. In the WNBA, is this? I mean, she had a great World Cup uh, series as well. Uh, what do you make of this? Oh, I think it's incredible. Um, you know, I think having as many players as we can over there playing in the WNBA is is such a great thing. But I think for Kayla, you know, it's a testament to the last sort of two years that she's had. She's had a great couple of years of basketball, and off the back of the World Cup, she's playing great basketball. Probably get MVP of our league, I reckon. Um, and, yeah, she's going to be able to go out there and play with one of the best teams in the league. Mm. Sandy Bordello in New York just picked up Brianna Stewart in the WNBA, so it's going to be sort of, right. I think, the tale of two teams um, over in America, and, you know, there's going to be an Australian presence in both, which is really exciting. What does it say about um, the view that elite-level professional female athletes have about the sport and the fact that they can... Have a life, you can go and have a baby, you can, you know, but, but then it doesn't, that doesn't mean that you have to close the drawer on your professional yeah. basketball sporting aspirations anymore. It's, what, what is that, what, yeah. you know, your story and, and Kayla's and, and others, what, what should we, the rest of us be taking out of that, do you think? Well, I think it's a fairly, you know, recent sort of thing to be happening. Like, I think a lot of, you know, back in the... Well, you know, Cheryl Swoops, Tina Thompson, they all had children very young and then came back and played WNBA. Um, It hasn't happened here because the support and the pregnancy policies and things like that haven't been that great. Um, For me, coming back this year, Jerry Ryan and Southside Flyers made it so that I would be able to travel with my kids and have my kids around the team um, and get support wherever I needed it. And I think... 
having those resources behind you makes it a whole lot easier for people like myself, people like Kayla, um, Abby, uh, Carly on our team as well as a little baby boy, um, for us to be able to go out there and play the sport that we love and continue to compete with children um, as they grow up. So it's awesome. Um, and look, too, they say that women come back a lot stronger after having children yeah. um, as well. So it's it makes sense. Um, and as a mum of two little boys, it's you need to have support around you. If we didn't have owners that really cared about our well-being and our families um, and who we are off the court, we wouldn't be able to do it. We saw how important it was, you know, in the AFLW, I don't know how much notice you took of the Daisy Pierce story in Melbourne and what they were able to do in the most recent AFLW season, Lauren. But in terms of – but and her story became such a – and her family, mm. the shared journey that the family had with the team became such a part of their story. In terms of the building of a team culture and the relationship between the players, I would imagine somewhere in there, um, you know – having access to players and teammates' families actually helps yeah. build that culture. I think it does. Um, you know, like, th- there's two mindsets, right? I mean, for me, before I had children, it would it might have been a little bit distracting yeah, for me. Yeah, uh, but that's yeah. just who I was as an <laughs> yeah, athlete. Um, yeah. You know, I was quite selfish. And it's not until you get a bit older and you realise, like, for me, I couldn't have done it this year without having my kids around and having my teammates embrace my children um, and having the team embrace my children as well. And, I mean, obviously I've changed a lot since, you know, back in the day. But for, for us as women, I think, you know, it's it's beautiful to be able to share those moments with our kids and, and also with our teammates who, you know, they've just been so incredible with my kids. I mean, they've both had birthdays and the girls are just so supportive and they just want to play with them all the time. And it does lighten things up. Like Harry was on the bench one game and started crying because I was playing bad, you know, and it's <laughs> those moments he started yelling at me because I was playing bad, and it's those moments that just make you go, right, okay, this is reality right here. Well, this is, this so, is yeah. I don't know what it was like with your kids, Gazy, mm-hmm. but, you know, I, I grew up watching footy was the, and you, there are so many stories, the game is littered mm. with the, the children of men who have played, you know, footy at the elite level, Aussie rules, Lauren. Uh, who have been in the rooms, they've been down mm. at training, they've been in the recovery sessions, they've been kicking footies yeah. before training started on, on, on training days. And that was where the, the fires were lit for mm. those kids. Mm. And, you know, you, you spoke yeah. last night about your mum and dad, both elite-level basketball. So you, But this is where these stories sometimes get their the, the, the seed is planted. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think for my boys, what I love the most is how they see these relationships develop and form and like that team culture and being around people who train and work so hard. And I think too, you know, we talk about getting kids out and getting them active and things like that. For me, it's just about getting my kids involved in sport early so they learn to love it, they learn to understand it and they learn to value it the way that I do. Um, And then, you know, if they don't want to play in the future, that's fine too. But I know that they'll develop life skills, you know, from being around the teams and seeing the things that we do. And how are they going? Are, are they, do you, do you see the signs yeah. that they're developing a bit of a, a passion for the game? Yeah. Uh, my eldest is definitely Harry's, um, you know, he knows everything about everyone. He's already into statistics. He knows numbers. He knows the Love ladder it. and the draw. And Love yeah, it. he's all over it. Like he just, um, he even wants a pair of your shoes, Gazy. 
Hello. Hello. Get a Jackson into a pair of your shoes. No problem. Ka-ching, ka-ching. Make sure, hey, Lauren, you want to just have a little, get your management to have a little chat to Andrew before you put his shoes on your children. All right, that's the only thing I would be, because there will be a bounce, there will be a bounce off a Jackson wearing some gazes that you are not able to deal with. And I think there needs a little bit of something coming back your way, Lauren. I know, right, I know, right. Well, I don't think Nike will be too happy about that. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, um, thanks for coming on. Uh, what, good luck. Yeah, what yeah, you're doing, what you're doing mm. is remarkable anyway. Well, we, mm. you know, back at 41, you know, the 30 in the goal, in the bronze medal, go, all of that, and back in the WNBL. But to be doing it with a busted foot, and we've we know enough about yeah. the word Liz Frank. I mean, that has been a hell mm. of a thing uh, for a lot of professional sports people to deal with. You're mm. playing through it, so um, yeah, that's yeah. not lost. Hey, on but anything. Andy, I will say this, Loz, uh, Liz Frank. Uh, knee, hmm. couple of kids. Or I personally, now I don't know. Lauren's obviously got a big part in this. I'm hoping that uh, LJ will be there in uh, what is it, fourteen or fifteen in Paris, just to help oh, us yeah, get. Are out of your mind? Keep, no, I'm not. Stay with it. You're out of your mind. I am not out Listen of my to mind. You. Listen to you. I'm not. Hey, you can do it, Lars. Oh my God. Lars, you yeah, can... Well, if you come back as well, if you come back as well, maybe I'll think about it. How about that? Yeah, well, there's not that... Never, hey, by the way, when when you said he's out of his mind, never has a true word been spoken on this radio show. That is... That, but that's just generally speaking. you have taught us that we can do things that no one else can do, whether that's your performance on the floor, whether it's the way in which you deal with the, the adversity along the way, the way in which you try and keep people happy beyond anyone's reasonable judgment uh, and expectation suggests to me that we just don't get the red texture out yet and put a cross through it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> All right, mate. All right. I'm tall. Talk. We'll talk. <laughs> All right. Just leave the door a little bit open so the rest of us can imagine. If you, just it. let us dream, Lauren. That would be a great thing if you All wouldn't right. mind. Hey, uh, good no luck worries. on Saturday night and um, the rest yes. of the season. Thanks for coming on. All right, guys. Catch us. Good on you, Lars. Lauren Jackson, what a superstar. John Kane Arena this Saturday. Flyers with the flame, 630. Mm. I said, could it be 11,000? Well, it can't be 11,000 because 9,000 mm. capacity. So there's a couple of tickets left behind. Uh, You've got to go get them. Ticket Tech? Mm. Is that where we go? Ticket Tech? Yeah, of course you do. 20 bucks. You can get in for 20 bucks you for gotta adults. Go. You've got to go. You've got to so, be. You've never seen this mm. woman play. And again, Andy, I... Go I, and see you. I repeat with uh, Jerry Ryan. Some other bloke said, thought I said someone else's name. But Jerry Ryan, he has... No, not the other Jerry. No, well, that's what he yeah, well, not obviously that wasn't listening no. properly. But what he's been able to do and the investment that he makes, not just... Whether it's the storm or a whole bunch of different sports, but particularly with women's basketball, it is unbelievable. And unfortunately, wants no Ricky. No. I want him coming. We would love to have Jerry Doesn't Ryan come in here for an hour and talk about why and what and how. Mm. Um, but he don't want it. No, I don't want anyone talking about him. No, but we deserve, we should be. Because oh, he should be on the five dollar note. Get Charles there off. You go. Get Jerry Ryan on. There you go. he should be on the five dollar note. Stick a Jayco Caravan on. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, let's get Lauren Jackson on one. Let's get Andrew Gaze on one. Oh. Now you're talking. <laughs> Twenty-two past Gaze four. <laughs>